low. We're going to take the hang down. I understand you've been hooked like that for a little while. This is the interrogation of Carmela Della Rosa. In November 2010, her and her granddaughter, Angeline, who was two years old, were walking in the parking lot of the Tyson's Corner Mall. Carmela then decides to pick up Angeline and throw her off the walkway. Now, before I play this interrogation, I did do a true crime story on this in more detail on my main channel. If you want to go watch that first, get full context, a link to that is in the description. I'll play the interrogation for you now. At first, the police are going to give her her Miranda rights. If you do end up liking this video, please subscribe. I'll come in every now and again to give you my thoughts, but I want you to keep in mind how casual and calm she seems. They ask her, does she want to eat? She says, no, I've already eaten. That's because before she murdered her granddaughter, they were eating in the food court. And somehow she even manages to crack a smile. Take a look. Thank you. My first name is Steve. Yeah, I, don't know, I don't even know your first name. <laughs> I know him by Castellan. <laughs> we always call each other by their first names. So, I'm our last name. So, um, Carmela, we want to ask you some questions about tonight. I don't want you to answer anything right now, okay? I want you to listen to me first. I'm going to read your, your rights to you, and so you know what's going on. Obviously, you've been handcuffed to the wall. You're not free to go. I'm not sure what's going to happen at the end of the night, but I know you're not free to go right now. So I'm sure you've seen enough TV to know when you're not free to go and the police restrict your movement, you have certain rights. I'm going to read those rights to you. 
Okay, mm -hmm. you understand that? Yes. I'm going to ask you some questions prior to that, not related about what happened, just like your name, date of birth, things like that. Okay. Now I have your I have your name as Carmela C. De La Rosa. Yes. Is that correct? De La Rosa is two words. Correct. Small D and big R. Okay. And your birthday is eleven one sixty. The last time that you had a job, where did you work? I was uh, the last one. Mm, I don't know which one I I quit. I quit um the last one. I think it's the Disney store. Okay. The Tysons? Yeah. Was it the last one? I'm not sure between that or the. Okay. And um, is English your first language? Yes. Okay. But I was born in the Philippines, so I know Tagalog. Okay. But you speak, you, f you feel comfortable speaking in English? Yes. Okay. So do you consider English your primary language? Sure. Okay. How far have you gone in school? Second year college. Where'd you go? I went to the Philippines, pre-dental, and I also went to Strayer University in Washington, D.C., data processing. Mm -hmm. And when did you leave Strayer? What, what year did you were there? 80, I came in 79, 1980 and 1981, I was there. Okay. Are you any kind of on medications right now? Uh, Do you take medications? Yeah, but I haven't been taking it. Okay. So in the last 24 hours, have you had any medication? No. Okay. How, how long have you been married? Last October 27 was 29 years. How's that been going? A good 29 years or? He's very good. He's very patient. Uh-huh. What does he need to be patient with? This normal day-to-day -day things, or are there other issues? With me. Okay. Why does he need to be patient with you? Because I tend to be impatient. With just daily life, or? Like finances and, you know, if things are disorganized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Based on your, your lack of patience, does that call friction with him? In a way, yes. Okay. We were talking to him earlier, and he said that you guys had planned a trip to go to Ocean City, and you decided not to go? Yeah, it's like a... Why, why did you decide that? It's like I couldn't get out of the house. How come? I don't know. I just I just couldn't. Mm -hmm. While he was gone, when did he leave? He left. They left uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, like around... Four. Okay. I came back today. Okay. So from Wednesday till today, did you ever leave the house? No. I just stayed home. How come? I, I couldn't leave the house. But in, in, your, in your mind, in your opinion, what was keeping you from leaving the house? I, I don't know. I just couldn't get out. Mm -hmm. Was it the weather? Was it your situation at home? Were you were having a lot of fun at home and you didn't want to leave? Or... 
don't know what to say. I just okay. Has that me. happened to you before, where you couldn't leave the house? Before. And in your 29 years of marriage, has that ever happened before, where you couldn't leave the house? This is different. Okay. Be What's different about it now? Before, I really could leave the house except this time. Mm -hmm. Oh, before, like when I get depressed, I right. stay home and I don't want to go out. So is that kind of like a defense mechanism for you? When you're depressed, you want to stay home yes. and it's easier to deal with your depression at home? Yes, by myself. Okay. You kind of shut everybody else out? Yeah, I don't yeah. talk to nobody. All right. You mentioned earlier when we were talking, going over your rights form that you suffer from depression. How long have you suffered from depression? It started in 2000 when my father died. Uh, we were back home and he was just supposed to go to the hospital for a checkup. And he never came out after seven days. It's like there was no closure. Mm -hmm. And I'm Papa's girl. Are you the oldest daughter? I'm the youngest. You're the baby? There's six of us. I have a sister. Okay. Second one in four boys. All right. And this is the main point of this story tragedy. Many of us are affected by tragedy. Some of us use it as fuel to make our lives better. Some of us find it hard to cope. So far, she's confirmed she's suffering from depression, she hasn't been taking the medication, and all of this started from when her father died. A lot of you watch interrogations to try and understand why. A suspect does what they do. You, f you find out, okay, you murdered this person. Okay, you killed that person. But why? The why is what interests you. Our first insight into her mind comes from her father's death. In Eastern cultures, the eldest of the family is the favorite. And the youngest is the one that is spoiled the most. She was daddy's little girl. And she never understood how her father never came home. I, I assume he, he never came back home out of the hospital? Yeah, we buried him. Okay. And then uh, it happened in the Philippines. And uh, we went home, all of us, in 1998. And we spent Christmas together, I guess. There's a reason why we went home. And then, you know, my family had to come back, so I stayed home. And then when I went back to work... I was like, like coping with things, you know, like everything's normal. But after work, I'm like crying. And then it started like, um, I quit my job. And how many years ago was this? 2000. Okay. I quit my job and I started to cry and I slept a lot. I slept like 18 hours in one day. Oh, wow. All I... All I know to do is to take my kids to school and pick them up. Okay. And then after that, I stay in my room. How, how old were your kids then? They're 24. They're, they're 18 and 22 now, minus 10 years. So how old are they? 18 minus 22. 12 and 8. Okay. You have a boy and a girl? Girl and a boy. Okay. How old are, I mean, what are their names? Uh, Kathleen, my daughter, and David, my son. Okay. And do either one of them live with you now? My daughter is married. 
and my son lives with us. Okay. How long has your daughter been married? Does um should they have any children? Yeah, the one that I did what I did. What's her? What's the baby's name? Angeline. Angeline. A N G E L Y N. Oh, so Angel and then. Angeline, one word. Angeline. Angeline. Okay. And how old is she? Two and a half. All right. And when you said you did what you did, what do you mean? I haven't been. I haven't been up to Tyson, so. I'm only hearing rumors. I don't know actually what happened. Uh, I just lost it. And, and, I, and like I said, I apologize for getting personal with you, but I've heard my wife say the same thing. I've just lost it. I, I'm not sure what that means. What does that mean to you? When you say, I just lost it, are you justifying what you did? By, I just lost it? Is that what you mean? What does that mean? Justify. You're trying to give a reason for what you did to the baby. So are you saying I just lost it? Meaning, what did you lose? Did you lose your purse? I lost my mind. You lost your mind, okay. And when you say you lost your mind, what do you mean by that? I did a terrible thing. Okay. What did you do that was terrible? Dropped the baby. You dropped the baby? You dropped the baby or you threw the baby? I threw the baby. You threw the baby. Alright. And why would you do that, you think? I know it's hard to talk about it, but it's important in order for us to get the help that you need, if you do need help, and to give I'm sure your your daughter is gonna have a lot of questions. So it's important for us to give her answers. Just like you wanted closure in your dad's death, if something should happen to your granddaughter, your your daughter is going to want some closure and some answers. Well, today we were at the food court, and uh, I'm supposed to go home to my country last week because my brother died, and everything was arranged, but then... There's that thing again, like I couldn't leave. Mm -hmm. My husband had the ticket and everything. But like, you know, I feel like I need to go home, but I want to be with my family. Your family here? Yes. Okay. But you also felt like you need to go and be with your extended family, with your, with your brother dying? With my, yeah, with my sister went home from the World Bank. Mm -hmm. My brother from Germany went home. And then I feel like if I go home, like my, my, my family, maybe they won't want me to come back anymore. Right. So I decided that morning I'm supposed to go to the airport. Like I, I couldn't get out of the house again. Right. So I didn't move. So what, what happened in the food court tonight that made you lose your mind? It's like, like everybody was like, Having, they're like, you know, my husband, my son, my daughter, they're like, they have their own thing. Like, I'm not included. Right. So are you mad about that? No way. Okay. You know, I'm not included. Right. 
So you weren't included in the conversations, or you weren't included Like, in they have their secret whatever, the way they look at each other. Right. And then um, my husband said, because I couldn't eat anymore, he said, um, you cannot force somebody to do some something they don't want to do. Like, it triggered something on me. I don't know what. Right. And then... Um, my son, we, we went downstairs to get some ice cream, my daughter, and my son was like, like, he said I was messing with him. I, I was just talking to him about, you know, things. I wanted, they just came back. When he, when he said that you were messing with him, what did you take that to mean? Because uh, I took the camera out. I was joking to take his picture, mm -hmm. but I was really going to take a picture of my, my son and my husband and my daughter coming back. Right. And he was like, like, he went like this to me. He was like so mad. So it was like, I blew, I blew it again. I blew it with my son. Blew it with my husband. And then when we got to the elevator, my daughter called her husband, James. Okay, that sounds extreme. I blew it with my husband. I blew it with my son. I blew it with my daughter. I think what she's trying to say, she doesn't feel acknowledged. She doesn't feel like she's appreciated. So every time she tries, they don't give her the reaction or the response that she wants. So each moment she thinks, that didn't work. That didn't work. That didn't work. Or as she's saying right now, I blew it. So right now she feels isolated and alone. Now, you're going to hear what she thinks of her son-in-law, James, who is the father of Angeline. And I'm going to be honest, it triggered because I never liked James. Oh, you never liked your, your granddaughter's husband? I mean, father? Yes. How come? Because uh, it was the first boyfriend. And I felt like my daughter didn't have a chance to explore, not really sleep with other men, but explore uh, other people. Right, explore life. Yeah. Right. And then she got pregnant second year in college. Third year in college? You know, things would have been better if, you know, if you're going to do it, protect yourself, not have a baby, and then right. and the baby came. So we got them married. My sister took me home to my country because I was having depression again. It's like, uh, where did because I... Because your daughter got pregnant? Yeah. Okay. I felt like, where did I go wrong? Mm -hmm. I stayed home in 2000 and I took care of the kids. You know, like, take them to school, pick them up, take care of the house. My house was immaculate back then, but not now. It's a mess. Right. That's the way I think. Sure. Is it, is it a daily battle for you in the way you think? Yes. What's a good day for you? Well, a good day was when everything was fine, you know, like with all the, all the debts were paid. You know, I had a job back then. Mm -hmm. It was a good day. I'm really messed up on our finances. We have a lot of debt, and it's because of my poor way of paying bills. Mm -hmm. 
Are you late? You pay bills late a lot? Uh, this year was the worst, yes. Or do you have like debt collectors calling your house or is it that bad? We had a debt consolidation done, but um, what's happening is What's happening is um, I OD'd in August because I've been looking for a job, apply online, position field, I went to job fairs, you know, it's like there's a lot of competition. Sure. I mean, you said you OD'd, you mean you, you tried to OD? I did OD. Okay. Well, you're still here with us, so. Well, they cleaned you, me up. They cleaned you up? Okay. In August in Fairfax. What did you take? Oh... Advil PM, mm -hmm. uh, hydrocodone, I think that was my husband's. Do you remember what milligrams of hydrocodone? No. It was your husband's prescription? Mm-hmm. Okay. And some other sleeping pill. I don't remember anymore. And that was in August of this year? August. And what made you want to overdose? Because I uh, was looking for a job. I couldn't find a job. And so how did that make you feel, not finding a job? It was hard. Because I needed to make money. Because we are just in debt. Right. So, um, was that the only time that you ever tried to hurt yourself? September, um, the weather was, I went to the uh, job fair at BJ. BJ's also? Yeah. Okay. And then I saw all those people again and I felt like, um, wow, I have a lot of competition. So they took my, uh, my urine test and then that week I was waiting for the exam and it's like, you know, wh where, where is the... Uh, where is the announcement, you know? Mm -hmm. The weather was like, that weekend was very like rainy and rainy and cloudy. So I got depressed again, so depressed. So that Monday I went to Skyline Drive and I drove myself off like a little gap, my van. I went down. Was anybody with you? No. So you did it on purpose? Okay. So I went down like, uh, I don't know, 12, not 12 feet, what's 12 feet? Is it 12 feet? Um, it's probably, it might be 12 feet all the way across. No. Maybe, maybe a little further. Further, yeah. And but you went down, like straight down, off the road? I went down, yeah. Uh-huh. But I was able to climb up. How did you how did you stop? Did you hit something? I must have because the airbag came up and then I went out and then I went I went around this thing then I was able to climb up. And what happened then? Did the police come or anything anybody show up to help you? Uh some ranger over there and they took me to some little hospital, not really a hospital. 
I forgot the name of the hospital. Okay. And then they took me to, voluntarily, I went to Winchester. Oh. Like behavioral science, mm -hmm. a psychiatric place? Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, uh. And uh, what did they treat you for? Depression. And then when I was there, I got, I got the call from BJ. I was so happy. Oh, good. So I came out and I was expecting everything to be like, okay. And then I felt bad. I, I don't have the van anymore. Felt like, what have I done? Mm -hmm. So um, I went on training, but I couldn't concentrate <coughs> on the training. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the last day of training, I, I didn't show up at PJ. I got pretty upset also that with all my experience in in what I wrote down on my resume, they're only going to give me a minimum wage because uh, they said that you have to stay in one place for a year. Well, I stayed in the bank, bank for 13 years, but the other part-time jobs were, you know, short periods of time. So I, I felt bad and uh, I didn't show up on the last day of training. So you didn't complete the training? No. Did you ever go back after that? No, I felt like, you know, they probably won't take me back Right. Like what I've done. Right. Well, on, on, those, on those nights in August and September, and, and now this, not going back to BJ, is there something you're upset about? What were you upset about tonight? I just felt like my family is, you know, I've lost them with what I've done. Mm -hmm. And they have their own thing. When your daughter called James, you were talking about when you were getting on the elevators, when your daughter called James, and you said you don't, and you told us you don't like James, what did that make you think at that time when she called him? I felt like, you know, she's with me and it's like, even even if she's with us, James is always like in the picture. You know, just, just be with us. And you're talking about your daughter? Yeah. Are you jealous of her and James' relationship? Honestly? Mm-hmm. Yes. And what, what aspect of the relationship are you jealous of? Like he took her from me too early. At a young age? And he didn't give her a chance to mm -hmm. know, explore. Right. So when you get off the elevator and you guys are, are walking through the food court, what made you decide to do what you did? I mean, are you walking and getting angrier because of the conversation with James? Yes. Okay. So what are, tell me what you're thinking, if you can remember. I just saw James through her. Through who? Through the baby. What do you mean you saw James through her? I you're think thinking in your mind? 
that James threw her? That, that, no, not James threw her, that, you know, James is connected to this person. To the baby? Yeah. Okay. So when you're looking at your granddaughter, you're, you're thinking about James. Okay, we can all agree that is sickening and disgusting. It's okay to not be the biggest fan of your son-in-law, so to speak. But to take that out on your two-year-old granddaughter, regardless of the depression, regardless of how sorry you feel for yourself, regardless of your financial situation, there is no justification for what she did. Based on that phone call? Yes. Okay. What are you thinking about, James? Like, I'm with my family. Why are you here? Right. So, what did you do? Because my understanding is, as you're walking out, the baby's walking. Your granddaughter's walking out with you? Yeah. Okay. When do you, when do you decide to pick her up? Because it's the walkway to go mm -hmm. to, to the parking. Right, the garage. Yeah, I picked her up. And okay. Then I now, when you picked her up, what are you thinking? I thought about James. Right. And then I threw her. Okay. So when you picked her up, were you picking up, picking her up to hold her, or were you planning on doing something else? I did what I did. Right. But what I'm trying to get at, when you, when your granddaughter's walking, and you've been down and you pick her up, at that moment, you know what you're going to do? Are you, are you going to go ahead and, when you get closer to the rail, are you going to throw her over? Was I conscious that I was going to do that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And what was the reason for doing that? Because I thought about James. Okay. Because you're mad at James. Mm -hmm. You're mad at the relationship mm -hmm. that James has with your daughter, and he took her from you at a young age. Yes. He got her pregnant before they got married? Yes. Okay. Did that upset you? Oh, yes. Was that a, a, a big problem with you and your daughter, that she got pregnant early? Big problem with us. Big problem with me. Mm -hmm. Did you think that she was raised better than that? Like oh. you, she had better standards, higher morals than that? Yes. Mm -hmm. So, I, I, Carmela, I guess what, my, what I don't understand is why tonight? Your daughter was pregnant two years ago. There's been ample opportunity to hurt someone before this. Why tonight? I don't know, maybe because I haven't taken my medicine for a while. Right. But in talking to you, I will, I will, I, I will agree with you 100%. It's not a normal thing to throw a child off of a, a high railing and, and throw her to hurt her. But it sounds to me like you're thinking pretty clearly. You're upset. Because James called and has ruined your family time. Mm -hmm. he, he's pissed you off. Yes. So you're getting back at him by hurting his daughter. Is that is that a fair assessment or am I thinking of it wrong? No, that's right. Let me ask you about, you said you were upset with James and you were seeing James through the baby. What's the baby's name? Angeline. Angeline. Were you mad at Angeline as well? In a way, yes, because everybody loves her. My husband feel like she loves her 
more than me. Mm -hmm. David, my daughter is like, there's no more love for me. Right. When, when you said earlier that your family has that secret thing, they have that thing and you're, you're left out, is, is part of that secret thing Angeline? No, it's just the way they're like, like communicating without, with their eyes, without talking, that I'm not included. Wait, did you hear that correctly? She said she was jealous of the love her granddaughter had been receiving. Her granddaughter is two years old. You're what, 40, 50 years old? You're jealous of a two-year-old? I think we can all agree, whether it's you watching or me talking right now, we can agree. So far, her reasons are based on stupidity. But while they were eating, didn't you take Angeline and, and go walk around with her while everybody finished eating? Yeah, she, she went to the, to the electric door and she liked that. Right. So we did it. So you were playing with the door with her? Okay. So at that point, why not hurt her then? I wasn't as mad. Okay. So you were having a good time with her then? Yeah. And what ruined that good time? James' phone call. Or right. Kat's phone call to James. Right. And, you know, it, people who are not sitting in this room may not understand that. That, you know, you're having a good time and something triggered it. Mm -hmm. That, hey... I'm on the phone, I'm with my daughter, she gets a phone call, and hey, you're taking time away from my family time. And how dare you? I don't know if she called her or the other way around, but I just feel like she's with us. Right. You know, just, just let her be with us. Because up to that point, you were okay with Angeline. Yes. You were walking around with her, you were playing with the electric door while the, other, while the rest of your family was eating. Right. You walked down, she took a train ride, didn't she? She did with my, with my uh, son. Right. And did you enjoy watching her on the train? Oh, yes. Right. Mm -hmm. So you were experiencing joy at that point. Yes. It has, was there anything else throughout the night that took the joy from you? It's everything compounded. My family's secret thing. Right. David, like, getting mad at me. And James phone call. So it all kind of piled itself on each other? All right. Anyway. So why why not hurt one of them or say something to them? Why the baby? I don't know. I, I think I just lost it. But you know, you're thinking pretty clearly though. You're 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 rationing ration using your rationale to say, hey. James took away my family time. Now I'm taking something away that he loves. That what I did? That's what it seems like. I mean, if I if I'm if I'm not if I'm not misstating your words, you said that you threw Angeline over because James called, and you're mad at James because he took your daughter from you at an early age. So Is that right? Everything. He got her pregnant early. They got married early. Did she finish college? She did. That's me. How, how long have you been harboring these bad feelings for James? Ever since high school. Ever since your daughter was in high school? Did they go to high school together? Yeah. Where did they go? Bishop O'Connell. 
Okay. Is James a good guy, or does he treat her? He treat her right. He's really a good guy. I just feel like my daughter got robbed of things. Right. And and I'm still dwelling on that. Okay. Up to now. So, once you threw Angelina over, what? How did you feel afterwards? I felt bad. That was my granddaughter. Right. But in the process, I was thinking about James. Right. What were you thinking right when you threw her? That this is James. He owns this one. Right. This is James or this is James's? This is his possession. This child is his possession. Yes. So you were trying to hurt James? Yes. What part of you wanted to hurt Angeline? Nothing really. <coughs> I mean, you knew what was going to happen if you threw her over the rail. It, it happened so fast. Like, I lost it. Right. How, did you know how high it was? Not necessarily, not, you know, specifically. No, but I mean, you knew that it was just more than me dropping the pin on the floor right here. Yes. When, when you threw her over, what did you want the end result to be? What did you want to have happen to Angeline? I wanted her to be okay. But that's not what happened. Right. But I guess I don't understand. How did you want her to be okay if you picked her up throwing her to get back at James, to make, to make James feel the way you feel? And did you want to kill Angeline? And I want you to be—I want you to be honest. How you really felt? I guess if she's gone, then. No, well, she's not gone. She's okay. I don't know if she's okay, but she's not gone. Okay. They're working on her. I guess if she had been gone, I would feel good that James doesn't have her anymore. Right. So when you when you picked her up, and you're looking at her thinking about James, you throw her over the railing in hopes to do what? For her to be gone. To be gone permanently? Yes. Okay. Did you th were you thinking about the whole time, or was it just real brief that you thought you wanted to kill her? Just that moment. Okay. I mean, the whole time where you were at the mall and when the, your son didn't like the camera being taken out and they're communicating in their secret way that you perceive and James called, are you thinking that you want her dead this whole time? When did you start to have those feelings? When we were going out of the elevator. Okay. So what did you think? When did you decide that that was how you were going to kill her? I said, this is my last opportunity before we go home. Okay. So I picked her up and I threw her. Were you inside or outside when you thought that? Well, going from the elevator, we passed by the food court. Right. So the whole way you're walking through the food court, you're thinking, I need to pick her up 
and throw her over the railing so I can kill her? Yes. How do you feel about that now? I wish I could turn back the time. Mm -hmm. Why do you wish you could turn back time? I wish I could turn back the time on a lot of things. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm into the, we're all the way back to your father? Yes. Okay. What, what do you think, in terms of your actions tonight, what do you think... Was it right or wrong? What I did was wrong. Okay. Why do you say that? Because a, a, a sane person wouldn't do this. Right. Do you know the difference between right and wrong? Yes. Okay. So if someone walked in the room and shot all three of us, would that be wrong? Wrong. Okay. Stealing a candy bar at 7-Eleven and not paying for it. Wrong. That's wrong? Helping an old lady carry groceries into the house. Is that good or bad? That's good. That's good. So you know the difference between good and bad, right and wrong. Right. And in your opinion, what you did tonight is what? Wrong. And at the end of the day, what, why do you think you chose to do something that was wrong? Because I was mad at James. Still harbored this madness. Okay. And I know it's you hard to say madness. Do you mean anger? Anger. And I know you don't like to think about this, but it was your anger that tried to kill your granddaughter, or your depression. My anger and my depression. You my mother always told me. A moment of patience while you're angry will save you from a thousand days of sorrow. The more she speaks, the more she confirms this was just a moment of anger. Her financial issues, her family uh, making her feel alone, all of that all into one. And she just, as she says, she just lost it. Now, at the end, I'm going to continue playing it now. But at the end, I'll tell you how long she was sent to prison for. But how long do you think she should be sent to prison for? Comment, let me know. Do you think your depression makes you not deal with the anger part of it? Yes. How, how have you changed over the last 12 years? How have I changed? Mm -hmm. Or since your father's death, since 2000, how, how has Carmela changed? I was... Things are pretty okay at home. Mm hmm you know, I take the kids to school, pick them up, clean up the house, go grocery, Costco, uh, cleaners, you know. You have your routine that you do every day? Mm-hmm. And you like that? Mm-hmm. When you say kids, what kids do you take to school? My two kids. Your two kids? Yeah. Okay. But since your daughter moved out, do you just take your son to school now? Yes. Does he go to Bishop O'Connell? Yes. Okay. Is he a senior? Senior now. Okay. Mm -hmm. How's he doing in school? Probably not well. Not well? Why? Because of what I've done. How, how do you affect him in your daily life now? Why don't you think he's doing well because of what you're doing at home? 
because of what I've done. You know, it, it's on the back of his head. In terms of overdosing and your depression? Overdosing. I'm not talking about tonight, just in general. Why do you think he's doing bad in school? Rebellion towards me. Is he against you? Yes. How about your daughter? I feel like she's more giving, forgiving, but not after tonight. Did your daughter pick James over you? I felt like she did. Have you ever had these discussions with her about this? Have I ever talked to her about this? Mm -hmm. About James and you, you're jealous of James' relationship with her? Have you ever talked to her about it, your feelings about that? I, I think we did. Recently? No, back then. Okay. Before tonight, have you ever had any other times where you've been angry at James? Since they've been married and had the baby? I've always had this. In the back of your head? Mm -hmm. Okay. How many times have you thought about doing something like this but didn't have the opportunity? To somebody else? Mm -hmm. Just this time. This is the only time you've ever thought about doing something like this? Well, like killing somebody, just this time. But for me, I, I did me twice, and then I cut myself. On your wrist? Yeah. When was that? This was October. Okay. Was that in Fairfax? No, this was just at home. Okay, you didn't go to the hospital or anything? No, no. Did your husband take care of you? I showed it to him. And we, he just put band aid. Right. Does he help you take your medicine? Ensure, ensure that you take it? He wants me to take it, but I feel like I couldn't take it. Can you explain that to us? What do you mean by that? I can't put it in my mouth for some reason. So, when he says that he watches you take it, do you fake it? Do you, you don't actually swallow it? No, when he's there, I take it. Okay, when he's there, you take it, no problem. He's been gone for the last four or five days. During that time, have you taken your medicine? No. Not at all? Okay. What are you supposed to be taking? What drugs? Uh, fluoxetine. Fluoxetine? Okay. Is that like Percocet? Yeah. Okay. And thera Therasodone? What's that name? Therasodone? Okay. Is that for depression? Uh, that's for um, sleeping, right? Is that like Ambien? Oh, I thought, you know, I thought you know about. <laughs> I know about. He just looks like a doctor. Yeah. He just looks like a doctor. I did and stay in a Holiday Inn last night. Though. I'm oh, just kidding. Go ahead. Just and kidding. Uh, some other medicine my um, nurse practic practitioner gave me. Well, mm -hmm. um, well, butrin. Right. The generic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. When's the last time you took your medication? Last week. Last week. He left on Wednesday. Tuesday. Tuesday. Monday. Friday. Sometime last week, one day. Okay, before know. he left? Yeah. Okay. And you, did you purposely not take it while he was gone? 
I don't know. I can't put it in my mouth. Like, you know, I can't go out of the house. Right. Those two things. Like, I, I can't do it. Okay. Right. Can you demonstrate for me how you threw Angeline over? I mean, were you like holding her like you hold a baby, like in your arms? Or did you actually pick her up and just threw her? I picked her up and then I went like this. Okay. And how did you pick her up? By her. You scooped her up? Uh -huh. Okay. So you have your arm like that. Where's her body on your arm? Like you you can pick up, use the water bottle and show me. So if, that, if that's Angeline, uh huh. So this is her head? Yeah. Okay. And you you picked her up from her bottom? Yeah. Okay. And this is the railing right here. Yeah. You just dropped her. What did you say? I didn't say anything. Yes. What did she say? I don't remember if she said anything. It happened so fast. Did you watch her go all the way down? She was already down when I looked. What did you see? She was lying on her stomach. Do you remember what she was wearing? I don't know if that's polka dot top something. What color was it? Yellow. Yellowish. Mm-hmm. And a denim. And like some Timberlane boots. Boots, uh-huh. Um, do you take care of her during the day? No, not not when I got sick. I used to take care of her. Okay. I used to take care of her like um, once a week. Not anymore? No. Are you ever alone with her now? No. How come? Because I got sick of my depression. Right, but is that your decision or is that your daughter your daughter's decision that she's not with you anymore? I'm sure it's their decision, my husband and, and hers. Okay. How'd that make you feel? Bad. What do you mean by that? In a way, you know, I understand why they don't trust me, but I felt like, you know, I don't want things to be this way. Right. Did you did you express any displeasure with everybody tonight at all? Did you ever tell them, hey, your your conversations between each other are making me mad or Hey, you're talking to James on the phone. Don't do that. This is our time. Did you ever talk to them about that tonight? No. You just kind of let it boil up inside you? So when you got out of that elevator, you were mad? Yes. And you were mad at James? And Everybody. you were mad at Angeline? And you were mad at your husband? And your daughter and your son? Yeah. All right. And I, I'm sorry, I, I'm just going to go over one thing again. Were you still in the elevator when you decided? Or was it right outside the elevator when you decided? Right outside the elevator. As soon as you got off the elevator? And how far of a walk is it from the elevator to the outside doors? Maybe six times of this. So about how long do you think it took you to get it? from the elevator to the outside doors?
five minutes. About five minutes, because y'all weren't in a hurry, right? No. So for five minutes, you were think you were thinking about doing that. Everything just boiled. Are you are you holding her hand still? No, no, I wasn't holding her hand. She no. just walking in with everybody. Was I holding her hand? I don't remember if I was holding her hand. Okay, but she's she's walking with a group of people. The four of us. Right. So when you're walking out that door to go across the sky bridge, are you and her behind everybody else? Everybody else is in front of you? Yeah. And that was on purpose? Yeah, my husband was holding the door. I told him to go up. Okay. And I picked her up. And when why you, did you tell him to go ahead? Because I thought about doing what I did. All right. Who's, who, who do you um, see as a doctor for depression right now? Anybody in Fairfax? Susan Jacobson. Okay. And she's at Fairfax or Woodburn or where? A nurse practitioner at um, Williams Drive. Is that Williams Drive? On Williams Drive. Mm -hmm. In the medical building there? Mm -hmm. But you haven't seen her since the 1st of November? The 2nd uh, of November is my uh, psychologist. Okay. Who's that? Uh, Jean Marquis. All right. Is that a he or a she? She. Well, have they Have they given you a diagnosis? What your What your problems are? Psycholo psychological problems are? Uh, well, they're testing this new thing on me, and then maybe Susan Jacobson. Write her down. Oh, yeah, we have her written down. I'll write it down again. <laughs> Maybe Susan Jacobson maybe said, I'm bipolar. Okay. Has anyone ever told you that before? No. As far as you know, prior to being told you're bipolar, you just had depression issues? Yes. Any other issues that the people have told you that you've had? No, just depression. Right. Do you think your depression affects you in terms of knowing right from wrong? It affects me, too. No, I know depression affects you, but does it affect your ability to know what's wrong, what's right, what's bad, what's good? Because I didn't take the medicine, uh -huh. I have a feeling that has a contribution also to what I've done. Right. Yeah, that's, he's not asking about what you did. He's asking about you knowing whether it was right or wrong. But throwing Angeline, like we talked about earlier, throwing Angeline over the railing, was that right or wrong? That's wrong. That's wrong. So even though you're having, you're still suffering from depression at this very moment, correct? Yes. You're still have that, that you've never, you haven't been cured of your depression. But even though right now you're still dealing with your illness, you know that throwing Angeline off the railing, trying to kill her is wrong. Is that correct? Are you asking me if what I've done was wrong? Correct. What I've done was wrong. Okay. And you know that. Do you have any questions for us, Carmela? Am I going to be on this day again? When we leave the room, we're going to have to put, yeah, we'll, we'll put one on there. We won't put both. Yeah, okay? Can I just have one? Yeah, just one. Which one do you prefer, your left or your right? Oh, Where it's more comfortable. Less, more comfortable? Yeah. This one and that. Okay. Um, any other questions you have for us? What's going to happen after this? 
You're, at some point tonight, you'll be taken up to the, the county jail. Um, they'll, they'll put you in the women's area. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't, we haven't, since we've been here talking, we haven't got an update on seeing how your granddaughter is. Depending on what's happened to her will kind of depend on what you're going to be charged with. Uh, I mean, as we've talked, you know what you did was wrong. Um, I'm not saying that there's not some underlying issues with you that you know you're having these depression battles you haven't been taking your medication but at the end of the day you know what you did was wrong so we're at the commonwealth attorney the prosecutors are going to you to answer to that so you'll be charged with something tonight um, it really depends on how your granddaughter does in the hospital so we're going to check on that before we leave um, best case scenario for you that she does fine and you'll just be charged with child abuse tonight. Um, be taken up to the county jail, be processed, be fingerprinted, and then probably four to six weeks you'll have a court date. You'll have, what's today? Today's Monday. Um, probably tomorrow morning you'll go in front of a judge. They call arraignment, and you'll be asked if you understand what the charges are, if you can afford an attorney. Um, if you can't afford one, they'll give you one. It's kind of a, like a, just like administrative type hearing. Mm -hmm. And then <clears throat> four to six weeks from then, you'll probably be your first court date. Is this going to be out in the public? Um, I, I would imagine there'll be some type of press release just because of where it, where it occurred at the Tysons at Christmas. Everybody and their brother is going to, you know, I'm sure the media is up there already. Uh, whether they release your name or not, that'll be up to uh, public information office from the police department. Um, once you're charged, it's public record, so you'll probably, your name will probably be released at that point. Worst case scenario, your granddaughter dies. Um, it's to be up to the prosecutor, but more than likely you'll be charged with murder. And then, you know, the attorneys will have to work things out from there. But I, I do think you helped yourself in some ways by justifying and, and at least getting out your side of the story and, and trying to justify why you did what you did. Um, you know, without saying anything, I mean, people might not have a, a better understanding of, of, of what you're about and who you are and what you've been dealing with since your father's death. So I think in some ways it's good to get what you want out. So we appreciate you talking to us. Um, and it's not going to be easy either way. Um, you know, we hope and pray that your granddaughter is going to be fine. Um, sometimes kids are amazing. They bounce back yeah. and um, hopefully, hopefully she'll do okay. Yeah. But um, at least that's kind of go from there. All right? Okay. So we're gonna, we'll handcuff you back to that. And then we're, we're just going to be out here. You can leave it. You want on or off? Give me your coat on or off. Okay, yeah, I can put this chair and then rewind on you. Unfortunately, Angeline Ogdak, her granddaughter, died in hospital and eventually Carmela de la Rosa was sentenced to 35 years in prison. Thank you for watching.